Feelings Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with spaghetti and meatballs and babyface Joel Solomon producing behind the glass. Joining me as well, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta brother Bry, Harry, and Darren the parlay kid. What is going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's shaking, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Yes, yes, yes. We previewed seven of the eight NFL divisions. We saved the best for last, the NFC West. We're going to get to that. You guys pick games every single day on extrapoints.com. Keeping tabs now. Big day today. I know a lot of you are asking the Elwood Football League. Keepers Day. We had to announce our keepers. Matza Parmesan keeping Antonio Gibson with the 40th pick. Crush the wealth. Keeping Aaron Jones with the 12th pick. The Boner Jacksons. Uh, team owner, Brother Bry, keeping Jonathan Taylor 13th pick. The Llamas, keeping Josh Allen at the 36th. And Harry at the last minute jumping in. He's all drinking the Kool-Aid from Hard Knocks, whatever they're drinking there. And uh, C.D. Lamb protecting him with the 17th pick, you forfeit. What a phony, Harry. You hate the wow. Cowboys, hate him. That, is, that is a questionable... Uh, well, listen, I, I drafted him last year. That's why Harry... It was good. That's why Harry continues to struggle in fantasy football year after. <laughs> it really I'm is. getting listen. Stuff I'm getting like listen. Well, I, I, didn't I make the playoffs last year? You, you, yeah, you I did. Play, I okay, thank you, thank you. you. But also, I'm getting soft here because uh, after episode two of Hard Knocks, I was falling for all these right. cowboys, their their families. I was loving all of them mm-hmm. except the only person I dislike and is totally not funny. And when he tries to be funny, is Zeke. He's terrible. But otherwise, everyone else. Yeah, like kind of like everybody. Like the cotton candy. What was he drinking? The cotton. What was that, uh, Parley Kid? Some cotton candy fruit roll up thing. We got TB12 drinking the kale um, smoothies <laughs> and everything. We got love CD Lamb's ha- hair. Love his attitude. Well, He's here's great. the thing, Harry. You might love CD Lamb, and I do too. And I would have liked to have taken him, but you're not getting good value there. And you didn't do any homework. I said keepers are due. This guy's projected to go in the third round. You're taking him with your 17th pick. You I did that last year, 20th. too. I did that last year. I picked him way early than projected, and I made the playoffs. All right. Okay. I'm just saying it's just uh, it's just, not good value. You didn't, I mean, you didn't just didn't uh, look at it. You would have gotten him with your, with your third pick. We'll see. Who knows? There's a lot of Cowboy fans in this league. Uh, Not anymore. We yeah, it's almost Walden. like he – is that just like a spite move, right, Sal? I'm going to keep him is. because there's like yeah. three Cowboy fans in this league just to piss him off. Guess what? I'm not pissed off. That's a, that's a your brother John. That's a brother John move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a brother so John move. Cowboys. Then, then when they stink, he's like, oh, this guy stinks. Why? You know, how do you, you know? So I know I get it. You get it both ways there, Harry. But anyway, those are the keepers. <laughs> I know everyone was excited for that rundown. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, we did extra points this morning. And then ba- basically, what was it? Spaghetti? Like 20 minutes later, they announced, uh, Fangio announces Teddy Bridgewater is going to start. Um, I, j- I jinxed it with the stupid number by me saying I wanted Locke to play. It was my fault. The Giants play. The Giants host that game, right? Week one against Denver. Yeah, Giants. Are and on. you wanted Locke. And Bridgewater, as of this morning, was minus one thirty. He had a good second preseason game, I guess. Locke had a really good first one. They're going with the guy with the high floor, right? Versus the guy with potentially high ceiling. The idea is, I guess, Fangio just doesn't. Once a quarterback, that's not going to lose games for him, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, whereas other people say, and I kind of agree with this, that Drew Locke, might, what we've seen, maybe not be great, but you have to show something where a guy has potential in that AFC West parlor kid, right? Which way do you oh, fall? Oh, absolutely. Dude? Yeah, I, and that that AFC West, uh, you know, you're not winning that division. So the goal is probably to um, try mm. to at least be second place in that division. I, I guess they feel more comfortable with Bridgewater, but – 
I don't know. I, I don't know. Bridgewater, you know, he was good with the Saints a couple of years ago, but the Saints had a lot more talent. Uh, although I do I've think the Denver's got some I've been a couple times in Carolina. He lost it. Yeah, I mean, he, Bridgewater yeah, I, can manage a game and not turn the ball over. He's not going to go for 303 right, touchdowns, but, what Sal's but saying, he can manage a game. Yeah. What Sal's saying is, is managing a game going to win it in the AFC West? I, I don't know if that's really... Right. Yeah, he's going to go to Kansas it's City. Like you're, playing it, you're playing it very safe. That's a safe, safe True. call. This so. also could be a thing where Bridgewater starts, then Locke is in, and Bridgewater, we might zigzag all the way through the regular season with these two guys, but who knows? I didn't have them making the playoffs. I don't have them making the play. I didn't change their my expected win total for them at all. But let's cover the uh, NFC West. Uh, no question is the best division in football. And probably sports. I mean, there's three teams expected to win 10 or more games, right? Rams, Seahawks, Niners. Niners and Rams expected to win 10 and a half. Uh, division odds, 49ers plus 190. Rams plus 200. That's flip-flopped. I think the Rams were favored, right, Brian? A couple, few weeks ago. Yep. Now, Niners plus 190. Rams, 2 to 1. Seahawks plus 280. Cardinals, 6 to 1. A lot of people like them to take a step forward. Let's start with the Seahawks because, believe it or not, they won the division last year. Right. Yeah. Uh, 12 and four. Pretty good team. Yeah. 12 and four. Uh, lots of talk in the offseason about Russell hustle, man, muscle Wilson divorcing from Seattle and Pete Carroll and there's problems and there's strife. But the fact is they had 12 wins last year, as brother Bry points out. That's the most since 2014. Wilson has 98 wins in nine seasons, which is the most in NFL history. Now his problem is he's been sacked 394 times in nine seasons. That's the most. That's 44 a year. Um, but he's on a team that wins 10 or more games every year. The last three years, at least, 10 or more. Uh, they're a weird team because big, given big points, you're probably not going to score with them betting-wise. 18 out of 23 wins in the last two years decided by one score. Right. That's amazing. Uh, not so lucky in playoff games, one in four. Seven pro bowlers. Uh, right there. That's tied for the best. They got Shane Waldron right there. He's the He was the Rams passing coordinator, I think. He's the offensive coordinator now. They got this Eskridge guy. Is that Western Michigan, the receiver? I mean, Russell Wilson wanted, you know, weapons. Receiver-wise, he's got them all, right? Metcalf's great. Lockett, 28 touchdowns in three years. Now he's got Eskridge. Could be good. They lose Gerald Everett. Um, Gabe Jackson. I like this team. Ken Norton Jr. runs a defense. They lose Shaq Griffin, but plus Jamal Adams. I mean, they had him last year, but uh, signed him to a big uh, big extension. Defense is good still. I don't know. People all over their defense. Tied for 10 in rushing yards per game. At 46 sacks last year. Quandre Diggs had five picks. Um, Schedule-wise, so their over-under is 10. The over is minus 110. This division is so damn good. I have them with nine. I think what Brother Bry is doing is very, very smart. So I'm going to shut up now. But I have them with nine wins. Um, I have them losing at Indianapolis, at Minnesota, at San Francisco. So getting off to a one and three start and then finishing strong. Nine and eight. But Brother Bry, tell everyone what you're doing here. Yeah, I like we talked about the last two podcasts that FanDuel has those bands, right? So you could you mm -hmm. know bet those different tiers. So I like the Seahawks at nine to 11 wins, which is plus 155. Um, when I first looked, I mean, they're in there every year. Yeah, they're in, they're in there. They're in that range every year. That's a great. That's a great call. I mean, you said yep. you said it before. You know, they've averaged eleven wins a year in Russell nine in nine Russell Wilson seasons. Uh, they finished um, 
with nine, 10 or 11 wins in five of the last seasons. And I would have, mm-hmm. I would think last year they were 12 and four and they were handed two gimmies against the 49ers. Right. So if the 49ers right. are healthy, uh, that's probably an 11 win, uh, win team too. Um, but the, the funny thing is, right, every year we know the, the thing is the Seahawks, every game comes down to the last five minutes. Um, yeah. It's when they finally decide to be aggressive. Uh, so you're going to expect probably 15 of the 17 games to be like that. And and you probably figure they'd win about, uh, you know, they still win probably like 65% of those games, which is a lot. Um, right. I don't know. Last year, last year, they were surprisingly, especially late in the season, they were very good defensively, right? It was weird. Mm-hmm. They were they were worse offensively, but much better defensively. But again, the division is great. Uh, but I would say that playoff game against the Rams last year would make me make me hesitate on how good this team could be. Um, you know, I think they take a little bit of a step back in that division, but I think Russell is still good enough to get you nine or nine to eleven wins for sure. Yeah, that's a thing, right? They're they're a nice teaser team for sure, right? Because they're going to win 10, 11, 12 games, but yep. they're, they're not going to cover. Uh, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, like you said, you're going to be in it to the last minute. I'm trying to look at their home record. Did they have fans last year? Have a few fans? I can't remember. Do you guys remember? Uh, well, if they did, they, it was if they, they did, did, it was so late in the season. But I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so, Sam. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I can't get standings here. What was what the hell was there? Uh, all right. Well, Harry, we, let's go to you for what do you have? I'll, I'll look at their yeah, I'll yeah. look at their splits for a second. Go ahead. Well, guys, I went with the under, but this was the hardest one out of all the NFL teams for me to decide on. So oh, I, are you okay? I have, <laughs> I, I have under. Like I said, I have under. I, Sal, I, I kind of agree with you. I think they get nine. Um, again, it's the O line. It comes down to the O line with this uh, Seahawks team. Russell Wilson, two years in a row. Really, I mean, if not for him, I mean, running for his life all the time. The running backs can't can't stay healthy. Between the five of them last year, they missed thirty four games combined. Carson Hyde who's not there anymore, Dallas Homer and Penny. Um, 31st overall in passing yards against. And, Bri, you made a point. Yeah, their defense was really good. Second half of the season, but the first half of the season, it was epic collapses every single week by their defense, and especially their secondary. Uh, schedule-wise, they get Tennessee, Green Bay. Week three, I think they lose to uh, – I think they're going to lose to the Vikings. So <clears throat> throw that in with that the mix. And for the last five games for them, not difficult, but – it's a matter of if Wilson can survive and if he can get there. I just think it's going to be a little too difficult for Seattle, and I think they get nine under 10 as the play. I forget what I said. There was seven and one at home last year and uh, four and two in the division and ended the year uh, winning four in a row. Parley kid, what do you have? It's, uh, it is a tough one. I make fun of Harry, but this was a really tough one to shake off 10. Uh, I think Brian did it the right way, taking that. Yeah, that I love what Brian did. I, th- I think what Brian did was genius. Uh, I'm taking the under here, Sal, under mm-hmm. 10. Uh, I do, like like we're all saying, they're probably going to be right in this mix. They got a really uh, interesting, uh, about a nine-game stretch uh, in the middle of their season, or maybe like starting early, going through the middle of the season, where they're at the Colts, home versus the Titans, at Vikings, at San Fran, home versus the Rams, at Steelers, Home versus Saints. Then mm-hmm. they get the Jags and then they go to Green Bay. That's that seems like a really difficult like seven or eight games right yeah, there. Yeah, I have five losses in there. Four, right. Like so I'm thinking like nine, yeah. that that's work, you know, there's a split to me at best right there where they're like probably losing like four maybe in that stretch. Uh their running game to me is always a, a weird dynamic for this team. 
uh, I, it just never seems to get off the ground. Uh, no pun intended. It just never yeah. seems to really meet the potential that you think it's going to get, partially because their O-line is just never that good. I know they picked up Gabe Jackson, but their O-line is never that good. Uh, Russell Wilson usually just making a lot of plays uh, with his legs. Uh, they had a non-existent draft. They only had three draft picks this year, one of them being that receiver from uh, Western Michigan. Um, one of I the believe, Michigans, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eskridge. So they really, really a non-existent draft. They didn't really get a lot of depth there. I think losing Shaquille Griffin was a bigger loss than anybody they gained in free agency. Uh, so I don't know if they really made a lot of headway. Uh, and, and Sal, like you said before, about all these close games they win. That eventually is going to go the other way. Mm-hmm. It's eventually. I'm, I'm Russell Wilson's still going to pull some games out, but you can't constantly win like that. Okay, it's just not a consistent yeah. formula. In their last eight games last year, you take away the Jet game, where they scored forty, and a lot of that was because of the defense and the Jets' offense being so bad. They averaged about twenty points a game in the second half of the season. Something was the the league figured something out there. They figured something out, uh, and I we're gonna. So I think they're gonna. Russell Wilson's good enough to win like nine games on his own. I don't know if they get to ten here. I just don't know. And I don't know. Is there something with Wilson in Seattle right now? Does he not really want to be there? I got. I, we get that impression. At least we, about six months ago, we had that impression. We right. don't hear much about it now, but. You don't know uh, what their feeling is there either. You know, it's a this weird might thing because they, of they the protect them. Yeah, they get them wide receivers, all the wide receiver help he wants, but he's still <laughs> the offensive line is trouble. You know, yeah, like you said, they only had three draft picks because they traded two for Jamal Adams, right? They traded right, uh, yeah. Well, so they, their depth so that, is going to be in question, right? So that's tough. I will say this: as I look at their schedule, face a lot of rookie quarterbacks. Jacksonville, Chicago, potentially San Francisco, potentially Houston, probably. And I don't know, Sammy Ellinger starting that first game at the Colts. They say Wentz could start, but it could be, could be something weird there. So there might be some easy W's uh, there to grab. I think if they get to the end there, they're in decent shape uh, at Houston, Chicago, Detroit, and at Arizona are uh, four of the last five games. Uh, they have the Rams in there too, but Arizona might not need that. I still have them at nine. Uh, you know, I think they they're right there. You know, eight and eight. They win the last game. They're nine and eight. Um, but again, very very tough division. Now let's look at the Rams. Now, so here's what I did. I put wins by every team and losses by every team. So now when I get to the NFC West, all I have is six games left. All I have is them to figure out their uh, division. And the Rams, I had. What did I have them at? I had them. Their non-division games, I'm like, holy crap, they're 10 and 1. And so I made them 3 and 3 the rest of the way in the division, which is what I think they were last year, 3 and 3. 13 and 4 overall. I'm 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 buying into it here. I really am. I mean, they've won 10 or more, reached the playoffs in three of the last four years. We like McVeigh. We met him. Good guy, fiery guy. Seems uh, like he yeah. has a plan. He must have been going crazy with Goff. He must have lost his mind, right? Yeah, <laughs> that offense was so, so bad. I mean, Goff had the most giveaways out of any player in the last three years. So if Stafford just keeps it even, they're going to be good, mm. right? Um, they lose Goff. Akers injured. That's a bummer. Uh, Reynolds gone. Gerald Everett gone. They get Stafford and Deshaun Jackson for uh, offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell. Right. Um, 
you know, again, like the, the Goff couldn't do it. He scored fewer than 50, 25 points in five of the last six weeks. And get Stafford a top 10 defense. He had it once in 2014 for the Lions. They went 11 and five. Woods, 85 or more catches. Uh, Cup, 92 catches. Uh, so now they pick up what was today. They got, was that today? I can't even remember the days. They get uh, Sony Michelle. Uh, you know, he'll bang around. He'll be one of the top three. Uh, Henderson is, um, you know, so it, he, I guess he'll still be the main guy. He hurt his thumb, but uh, that's their running back. A defense, number one for Raheem Morris. They lose Brockers. They lose Hill, cornerback. 50-plus uh, sacks the last two years. Sam Donald, uh, Sam Donald, <laughs> Aaron Donald, 65 and a half sacks over the last five years. A negative three turnover differential. It's because I mean, it would have been so much in the positive if it weren't for Goff. You got Floyd, 10 and a half sacks. Jalen Ramsey, Pro Bowl each of his last four seasons. Mm. You know, you get this wide receiver from Louisville. If he catches fire, yeah. this, this is a monster team. I have a meeting winning eight of the last, uh, their first nine. Just rolling everybody. Even at three and three in the division, I have them way over 10 and a half at 13 and four. Um, I think we all have them over, right? Brother Bry? Yeah, we do. We, uh, we all uh, have the over. I'm a little bit less confident. I don't have their record as good. Um, mm. But definitely, there's certainly, you know, the Rams, you know, a couple of teams in this division are, are pretty much win now mode, especially the, the Rams, right? You know, they've averaged 11 wins a year in four seasons with McVay. Um, I think, you know, we've, we're all in agreement, right? It's essentially, you know, this team won 10 games last year and golf was so bad, right? You, you yeah. look back and you're like, how, I mean, I know this defense was dominant, but how did this team win 10 games and a playoff game in that division is, is nuts. And, and the fact that you get Stafford again, I'm not. Because the defense just kept them in every single uh, game. I know. I mean, just just think about it. Wolf at one point, Wolford won right won the game for them. Was it week? That's right. Week seventeen, and um, with the chance for them to not make the playoffs, I believe, right? Or I I forget how that worked out. Uh, but yeah, Stafford a huge upgrade. Even though I'm not the biggest Stafford fan, I think it it is a huge upgrade. Um, I do think they get off to a good start. I think they beat that Bucks team in week three. You know, you like you said, defensively they're going to be. Great again. Although I guess losing Staley as the defensive coordinator hurts a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, the the kid Atwell should be a fun weapon. You know, the tiny little receiver. He should be a fun weapon for McVeigh getting the ball kind of all mm -hmm. over the place. Um, but yeah, I think just looking at the schedule, it's uh it's it's an over for me. It's weird how like I've looked at these teams play like the same teams, and I'm like, wow, this is a Really hard schedule, and this is a really easy schedule, and it's they, these teams are playing the same teams. Well, the Niners have the easiest in the league, and we'll yeah. get to them in a second. Yeah. We mentioned – I'm not even a huge Stafford guy, but I think we're all saying the same thing. Just be average, and yeah. uh, you'll get it done. Wasn't he up there for comeback player of the year? Was he not Stafford? I thought he was for a minute. I don't see him uh, – well, I don't see his odds. We, no? took, we took him – I think we – I think we oh, – I mean, we yeah, did that last year. Last we did year, that right? last year, I thought too, he was right? on we there. Took it. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's not on there. So someone like Jameis is on there. I get well. He didn't play, obviously. Carson Wentz is on there. Uh, I don't know why I brought this up. I thought I thought he was there, but he's not. Uh, they get Whitworth back, older, you know, veteran lineman there. He was banged up uh, all last year. Uh, yeah, Harry. I don't know. You have anything to add to it? We all love this team. I wish I could find holes. I just think if Stafford stays healthy, this team's going to score a lot of points and they're going to blow teams out. 
Yeah, definitely. I uh, love him too. I, I know you mentioned the Acres injury really hurt. He was really great second half of the season and in the playoffs, but Sony Michelle will help. Uh, tons of weapons for Stafford, as we mentioned, more than he's ever had in Detroit. And I think a uh, second year wide receiver, Van Jefferson, he turned it on a little bit in the second half of the season last year. I think he does a lot for the Rams too. And like I said, in the second season and the defense, again, number one in the league last year, only team, only team in the NFL, not to yield 300 points or more. This team is loaded. Mm-hmm. Sal, I'm with you. I think they can uh, get to 12, uh, maybe even 13. All right, Parley Kid. Yeah, what what is what is the season special there for them to have the best record there? Team with the best record. Rams are sixteen to one. I mean, I, it, you the the counter is they're in the best division. So how are they going to win yeah. thirteen games? Like I guess, but they're a damn good team. You know, so sure. yeah, they have the ability to score a lot of points in a game and and stifle teams. So that's how you win, right? So sixteen one is not bad. Absolutely, Sal. And uh, I do like them to win about twelve games here this year. I- McVeigh, I think, is very motivated after, I think, a very trying season last year for himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's an excellent coach, uh, one of the top coaches in the league. Uh, obviously, their D is one of the tops. Uh, I think they've kind of uh, loaded up in their receiving core besides Cooper Cup and Woods. Uh, 2-2 Outwell, as, as you mentioned, South from Louisville, who they drafted, uh, could be a nice little addition. And Van Jefferson, who Harry mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. showed some flashes and in year two could make a huge, uh, could make huge strides. Uh, never been a Deshaun Jackson guy, but uh, when he's in the lineup, he'll stretch the field for the Rams. So that will help them as well. Uh, I, I think that the a c- couple of years ago, I was a big Henderson guy. Uh, he hasn't really performed coming out of Memphis the way I thought yeah. he would, but maybe this will be his year uh, if he's healthy. Sonny Michelle was a nice addition as well. Uh, we don't need to really harp on their deep. We know what their defense does. Aaron Donald's probably the best p- overall player in the game. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I think if uh, you were to build a team, uh, maybe he'd be the first guy you take. Uh, he's that destructive. And uh, Ramsey is just a shutdown guy. So uh, I, I'm very excited for the Rams this year. Great time to be in L.A., Sal. Uh, yeah. With, with these football teams on the rise. So um, go Rams. Go McVay. Uh, just uh, baby face Joel Solomon likes him too. I mean, he went to the stadium. I think he thought he was seeing the Rams, but you like That's their right. offense, right? I mean, this team is completely loaded. Stafford, Sonny Michelle, Woods wow. Cup. Honestly, the offense has more gas than Harry. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's saying a lot. <laughs> Holy crap. Gas gag, man. <laughs> now and we they- know the name. <laughs> I should have mentioned the Seahawks to make the playoffs or the yes is minus 130, the no is plus 108. The Rams, the yes is minus 178. The no is plus 144. And like I said, they're not expected to win the division, right? Like the 49ers are by a shade. Their over-under is 10.5. Their yes is minus 205. The no is plus 164. I think it's really hard to discount this team. <clears throat> I mean, they were 6-10 and 10 last year, but you kind of, you throw it out the window, you look at it two ways, right? You mm-hmm. could look at it as, um, you know, Shanahan's in his fifth season. He's only had one winning season in four. That was their Super Bowl year. Or you could say, I was talking about this with Sheck today on Extra Points. You could say that they had 31 players on IR last year. They had 95 games missed by starters. It was Bosa. It was Jimmy G. It was D Ford. It was Mostert. It was Kittle. They had At one point, they had $80 million of their payroll on IR. 
So I don't know, like, Brian, you said, yeah, there were two easy wins for Seattle against 49. Yeah, like, I don't even know how they, how did they compete? I mean, that was basically like most of the team opted out through injury. And now they're coming back. They take Trey Lance third. Not sure where he's going to fit in. It's probably, it's going to be Jimmy G to start things off right here, right? Um, they take him third. That was a, a surprise. I think everybody thought, uh, you know, he would go like eighth or ninth. They picked him up third. Uh, easiest schedule in the NFL, as I mentioned. Up, oh. uh, mentioned. Uh, Mike McDaniel, the offensive corner. They get Trey Sermon. <clears throat> yeah, Lance, I mentioned, might not even be the best Trey on the team. Ohio State running back. They lose Coleman, McKinnon, Kendrick Bourne. You know, when Jimmy G's in there, they score 28 points a game. When all others, it's 20. So that's a that's a very big difference. Brandon Ayuk, second most receiving yards out of a rookie per game, 62.3. Uh, you got Demico Ryans as a defensive coordinator, as a linebacker coach before this year. Fewest yards per game allowed over the last two seasons. Bose, obviously, the 2019 Rookie of the Year. Fred Warner, they uh, extend him $95 million over five years. They lose Solomon Thomas, Witherspoon, and Richard Sherman, who didn't look like he was going to play this year. Anyway, uh, lost his mind. I have them at 10 wins. They're over-unders 10 and a half. I just, I couldn't pull the trigger on it. I know it's easy. Parley Kid changed his mind at the last <laughs> minute. He found an 11th win. I can't do it. I mean, I have them stu- losing a stupid game to start at Detroit, have them losing at Arizona and at Chicago uh, and at Jacksonville, at Seattle. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I, I maybe it was a stretch here. I have them losing at Cincinnati and at Jacksonville. Uh, so maybe I'm not the one to talk to here. But I have them at 10 and 7, which I think is really good, 3 and 3 in this division. Parley Kid, you're going over here. I think everyone... Oh, yeah, no, so uh, I had them yeah, under, yeah. and then I just kept yeah. looking at this schedule going, you know... And it's a very favorable road schedule, which I always think helps mm-hmm. a good team at Detroit, at Philly, at Chicago, at Jacksonville, at Cincy. Home versus Houston, home versus Atlanta, home yeah. versus maybe Minnesota will be pretty uh, okay. But I just felt like that schedule is so soft. Um, whether, look, Jimmy G has won a, a lot of football games with them, he's produced when he's been healthy. Uh, yeah. And if he's not, they got uh, the the rookie, the stud rookie waiting in the wings uh, to take over. So I think they're in good hands there. Receiving core is dynamite. Uh, I'm really waiting for Debo Samuel to just break out. I know Brian's looking fight for Ayuk to break out. And you got Kittle. Uh, that's a dynamite. And like a heart. All those guys run hard too, right, guys? They run hard after yeah. the catch. Those guys are really dynamite after those short uh, passes. Uh, Bosa's back. He's healthy. Uh, underrated signing. They brought Alex Mack in to center uh, this team. He's 35 yeah. years old. He's a little long in the tooth, but an excellent one-year pickup for them this year. He'll be a leader on, of that offensive line. He's a grizzled veteran. He's an excellent center, uh, and I think that's a, kind of an under-the-radar pickup for them. Trey Sermon. We've always known. They could they like plug-and-play with their running backs, right? You put uh, Mostert, Wilson. Uh, whoever you throw in there seems to get yards. Sermon might be better than all of them. Yeah. So uh, I think this team just gets, I think they go over. I think they're going to be like in that 11 win area, uh, no matter what, no matter what happens. Brian, you, you uh, did the season win band for Seattle. I feel like you could do it with San Francisco. Not as big a payout here. Would you take nine to 11 at plus 150 or 12 to 17 at plus 140? Ooh. Pretty much the same odds. 
What do you get? 12. Uh, I'd take 12. You're getting a lot more games there, right? Yeah. 12 take, to 17, 16. Yeah. yeah, I'd take 12. I think they're going to be good. Uh, I, I, I like them a lot. I mean, yeah, that, you know, you were saying before, like usually going six and 10 is not impressive uh, at all. Yeah. But man, they, this team had injuries everywhere. QB, running back, receiver, line, everywhere on defense. I don't know how they won six games. Yeah, uh, and right. they were com- and they were competitive in most of those games. I mean, I think I, I think I kept betting against them, and I was getting screwed. Um, <laughs> you know, they definitely could have won a few more. They actually won a road game at the Rams, like at right. some, you know, that wasn't, you know, still towards the latter part of the year with Mullins. Uh, so, you know, they 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 probably have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Um, they're non, you know, their their non conference tough games are all at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like Parley Kid was saying, if Jimmy G struggles, they have the benefit of going to Lance. Um, their line is going to be one of the better lines, I, I think, in the league. I, I, I do even like, you know, Notre Dame linemen always seem to be pretty good. And they brought in, I think, with their second pick, that kid Banks from Notre Dame. So, you know, him and Mac will be, you know, will help that line. I, I just feel like there's a lot of depth on that team defensively. You know, defensively, even with their backups, they were one of the better units in the league last year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I really like this team. Um, obviously, a lot hinges on Jimmy G, but um, I'd expect a huge bounce back, even in this tough division. And um, I think that I, I could see, uh, you know, I, I probably lean twelve and five. I wouldn't, wouldn't shock me thirteen and four though. Too. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they beat the Rams twice. Um, they they killed the Giants and Jets in consecutive weeks, 31-13 and 36-9. And they went to uh Foxborough won 33-6. Yeah, that was, a, that was a weird game. Cal- was that a night game? No, no, that was just late afternoon. No, it was a night game. I got killed in that game. I think I took the best. <laughs> they lost to the Eagles 25-20. And everybody had, I think everybody had the Niners that day. Yes. I don't know why, right? Yeah. Uh, that, that was an upset. Yeah, was it? They somehow favored that game. Yeah, yeah, that was before everything kind of fell apart. Then they won a couple, a uh, couple after that. So interesting. All right, Harry, you have anything to add? You're going over also. Yeah, just uh, probably made some good points too there. Especially, I mean, what a crazy season for the Niners last year. You include the COVID. Bryce said the injuries. Remember the traveling? They were the Arizona Niners for about four games. Oh right. And, and they mm-hmm. still with Mullins, C.J. Beathard, and Jimmy G, who played six games. This offense was still 13th overall in the league. That's amazing. Uh, fifth in, def- in defense in yards against last year. Sal, you mentioned Fred Warner. You guys know I love him. He, three years with the Snyder team. Three years their leading tackler. Three years over 100 tackles. Um, yeah, if they can get to just jump right off and get that Detroit and Philly win on the road, Darren mentioned right off the bat, there's two. They got Jacksonville, Cincy, and Houston as well on the schedule. They go four and two in the division. There's nine of the 11 wins they need right there. So I'm going no. over ten and a half, and I think that I think Brian's right. I think this team is capable of going of getting out there and getting 13 wins. It's a great division, which is why I have to have the Cardinals at seven wins again. I mean, I can't. <laughs> what am I going to do? I have the Rams with 13. It's just math. I have Seattle at nine, and the Niners at ten. So somebody's got to be badish. And if seven and ten in this division is bad, then then so be it. They were five and two. Arizona they lost six of the last nine. This is the second longest drought in football, playoff-wise. Five years. Who's I didn't bother to check who's first. Cincinnati? Who's Detroit? Mm. Look that up, babyface. Did Detroit make it uh, a couple years ago? It's got to be Detroit, right? 
Cincinnati made it then five years ago. I don't I don't know why. This well, is, that's the, the when, did, when did they make with Marvin Lewis? I'm trying to think when the Jets, the Jets are the longest. It's got to be the Jets, I would think. Yeah, uh, last time was uh, 2010. Is 10 that years right? Ago, okay. So I should have looked into that. Kingsbury, yeah. uh, 13, 18, and one in two seasons. They get James Conner. Could be a nice piece if he stays healthy. They get AJ Green, aging receiver, but still uh, serviceable. Rodney Hudson. They stole him from the Raiders. There, brother Bry. Uh, they draft Rondell Moore, right? Second round pick. Mm-hmm. Lots expected of that guy. They lose Ken Kenyon Drake. Fitzgerald hangs it up, right? He's done. Is there any new news? Not That's official. Uh, not official. Is it really not official? He said really he's just official. not interested. Maybe right they now. bring him back when AJ Green gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just wait like <laughs> one more preseason game. Scoring improved last year, even with banged up uh, Kyler Murray, twenty two point six to twenty five point six. It's improved every year under Kingsbury which is weird enough. Uh, what else I want to say? Hopkins, dynamite player, over 5,500 yards over four seasons. That's number one. The defense is okay under Vance Joseph. They add J.J. Watt. They add Malcolm Butler, obviously big names. David Collins is there uh, out of Tulsa, was their big draft pick. They lose Hassan Rec. That's big. That's 12 and a half sacks they have to make up for. Uh, they lose Patrick Peterson. It was the most improved pass defense in the league. And Chandler Jones missed 11 games. So it's a it's an oddball team. Five of their six picks were on defense. They start three of the first four on the road, but I can only I can only get them to seven and ten. I have them two and four in the division. I have them losing their first four games. At Tennessee versus Minnesota. All right. At Jacksonville, they'll be favored. I have them losing. And at the Rams, then they, you know, they they win a game. Maybe they go to Cleveland. I don't know. It seems tougher for the Cardinals than everyone else. I haven't even asked Harry about checking out uh, Kingsbury's trash, <laughs> but I'll do that now, Harry. What do you think? Did you see yeah, anything you like? I went by there yesterday. I didn't see too much going on, but a lot of a lot of pressure for Kingsbury here in his third season. Like you said, he's got a losing record right now with the Cardinals. I'm going under here, under eight and a half. Uh, so you mentioned A.J. Green, uh, 33 years old. He hasn't had more than 50 receptions since 2017. Got J.J. Watt. Who knows how much is left in the tank. Edwards and Connor are the running back duo for the cards. I'm not thrilled by that either. You mentioned also Chandler Jones, 19 and a half sacks two years ago, out most of the season last year. He isn't happy with management. They didn't sign him to a big time deal yet. Zayvon Collins, the rookie that they drafted, he had problems in the uh, off the off the field in Arizona here. Just don't love this team overall. I don't know where the offense is going. I mean, I know it's preseason, but they looked awful in the first team against the Chiefs. They couldn't get the ball going. But still, I just don't know about the offense overall here. And, King, and Murray, I think this team regresses. Toughest division. I think they win six or seven. Goes under and Kingsbury's fired. Really? Wow. All right. Calling for a firing. Now, Fandle, I don't think, puts up first coach fired, right? Or are they going to wait on that? I don't think they do. It's one of they my don't? favorite bets. Damn. Shit. Did you see? I haven't seen it, right? No, I've been looking I mean, they might it. wait. Uh, yeah, I don't know when. I saw I up. saw one somewhere in... Uh, your guys, uh, your guys, Dallas coach is uh, number one at six to one. No, I know. I, I wonder yeah. if they figured that, That's you know, right. they could just wait a little bit, I guess. Um, I guess so. <laughs> Simmons was asking me about that. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a few. There's a few, uh, few jeopardized. Uh, some coaches are in trouble here. Um, all right. Uh, Paul, Kid, we didn't get to you with Arizona. So I'm gonna I'm in the minority here. I'm taking yeah. uh the cards over the eight and a half. Look, they did win eight games last year. Um and Murray entering year three, I think he takes another step. 
uh, here. They're uh, at Detroit, at Jacksonville, home versus Panthers, home versus Texans. I think they can get four wins out of those games. Uh, I look this. I think some of these additions of these veteran guys. I'm not impressed by any of these additions. Green, Watt, Connors. I, I do think though, what a guy like Watt brings, he might bring more in the locker room uh, than anywhere else. He's a winner. He's a feisty guy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not going to accept mediocrity from his teammates. Uh, another thing, another addition we have to mention. And by the way. Sal calls Edmonds, who we argued about. I mean, not Sal. Harry calls Edmonds Edwards. And we so argued about this there. guy. We yeah, argued I, about this guy for months well, fantasy last this year. year. And oh, he has right. the, the nerve to call Chase Edmonds Edwards. I can't. I, I, I think <laughs> that's I what that? I heard. I, just before when you were talking about their no, running I back I didn't. Situation. I said Edmonds. Come on, oh, Harry. Oh, Come maybe on. you did. Maybe you did. Well, right. we'll, we'll have to. <laughs> we'll, but either we'll way. review I, the tape. I digress. Um, Prater as a kicker. They lose games every year with crummy <laughs> kicking. Right. Gonzalez was terrible last year for them. Right. right. They picked up Prater. Prater already in the offseason is making every, uh, in the preseason, preseason, preseason. <laughs> Beat the Cowboys. Every single kick. He's dynamite. Uh, I do like what they've done. Malcolm Butler, great pickup on defense. I think this team is just good enough to get to like nine wins. I think Murray's going to be good. Murray's already a good quarterback. Guys, last year, halfway, we were talking about him winning the MVP. Don't we? Have we forgotten yeah. about that already? Pl- players we don't love him, Murray, MVP. Now in his third year, we're saying the Cardinals are going to stink. I'm Not he- yet. I'm Not he- yet. Darren, I'm hearing the players don't love him. What do you mean you're hearing that? Where'd you hear that? Oh, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> you found that in Kingsbury's notes in his uh, garbage? <laughs> Your video's yeah. going in and out, Harry. This I, know, is I got, I got people calling watching. me left and right. I'm very popular. Oh, uh, nice. Oh, good. All right. So that's it. And Arizona is to make the playoffs. You'll get a nice plus number if you like it there, Parley Kid. Plus 176 being in this crazy division. Oh, I know it's minus 220. Uh, I, still, um, I still have to go too, I guess. Oh, go ahead. I, I mean, I don't have yeah, to. Right. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. I forgot. Go ahead. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, this team, this team should be good, right? There's a lot of good pieces on this team. Yeah. And if Murray takes another step, anything is possible. Um, I, you yeah. know, I, I do think the under, I do like the under a lot here. Um, even though um, when I talked about pieces, I think Rondell Moore could be awesome if he's healthy and given an opportunity. There you go. But I don't like. He's yeah. a small guy too, though, right? He's, he's small. small. I mean, you, if you remember Rondell Moore, I mean, obviously, kind of was ele- electrified college like right away with at Purdue yeah. in his freshman year. But he he battled a lot of injuries. But you know, they could. You know, I'm sure they'll find ways to get on the ball. Uh, but I don't like their running back situation. I don't like their tight end situation. Um, we should probably talk about that Edmonds. Um, for Evans trade again, just because that oh, that, yeah. that did give Paulie the championship, and he wouldn't have had an undefeated season, <laughs> right? Without right. that trade, um, but yeah, I just but I'm going under here because I don't trust Kingsbury. He's never really been a good coach, uh, head coach to me. Maybe a good offensive mind. Um, the division is just too tough. I already yeah. and like you said, I already have so many wins for the other three teams. You know, you take away the Jacksonville, Houston, and Detroit game. Um, it's hard for me to find, you know. A, yeah, then they have to play the heavy hitters. A, a ton all, of all wins. And don't forget, too, one of their, you know, they went eight and eight, but they won that Buffalo game on a Hail Mary, too. So um, right. that also changes things, too. You can't, there's no, you can't come up for air in this division, right? No. no. Like, there's no back to back games. I was like, not even, even like their bye week is sandwiched by at Seattle and then at Chicago, which is going to be a tough game in December, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just look, it's tough. 
the end of the year. I guess they have at Detroit and then versus Indianapolis. It is, yeah, it's a it's a long ride. It's, they're just in the wrong division. They just are. They should go back to St. Louis and then be moved to the <laughs> the. What what do you think, Joel? You remembered something about Harry with this division? He never liked Kyler uh, Murray's body language, and yes. you know we know Harry is a huge body language expert, and uh, <laughs> he never he he was spitting on the sideline. He was. <laughs> Kyler Murray was a big spitter on the sideline. Is that right? Uh, I don't remember that. that. Uh, wow. Yeah. And maybe that's your idol, Harry. Yeah, now maybe. you don't like I, that? I agree with that, though. Sometimes he kind of mopes around the sideline. He doesn't show a lot of excitement, at least. That, you know, yeah. He's, he's, well, he's one of the ones we thought we'd hear about an injury. And now it's just really just everyone just alludes to it and assumes he was injured. But it never came out they had a shoulder injury, right? Hmm. Nothing was ever like really Oh, yeah. Was, definitely had to. He got the benefit of the doubt. For that well, division odds, like I said, Niners plus one ninety, Rams two to one, Seahawks plus two eighty, Cardinals six to one. Um, me, Parley Kid, Harry, Rams, 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 Bride, 49ers. 49ers. You like them. Yeah, big year for them. It's so close. It's yeah, so close. When do they can't play go wrong. Other? I'm trying to think when they play. I mean, they play week 18, right? I mean, it almost it definitely could come down to that for sure, even though I have the Rams running away with it, basically. But that'll be a fun one. So they play them week 10 and then week 18, 49ers doing. They play Seattle week four. That'd be great if it was for the division in week 18, huh? Yeah, I like the way they do that. Over the last few years, they've done that. Everybody plays division games, uh, it seems. All right, props. Let's do it. Parley Kid and I button heads here. <coughs> and he's right. If you go by the numbers, you should take Kyler Murray over 624 and a half yards. But I'm going under. I'm not basing it on anything. This guy had almost 10 yards of carry rushing, right? And about 67 yards per game. So what's that? 10 healthy games? And he's got it. But I know what happens to these third and fourth year quarterbacks. They stop running. What did I take, Brother Brian? I took Josh Allen. Josh Allen under under rushing yards. Lamar Jackson, too. Did you take Lamar Jackson? Uh, I think I might have. Or you just liked it? I forget. Yeah, I think I, just, I might have liked it. Well, I'll, I'll be betting it. I mean, betting unders all over the place. I talked about it with Todd Furman. He said um, he's taking one over, and that's uh, – I don't even like this one, really. He's going Trevor Lawrence over three and a half rushing touchdowns. I don't know. I don't even know if Ooh. I like that. I like I'm that. Going, I like that. Kinda, yeah. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Do you? Yeah. Right. Well, listen. He didn't win the title. <laughs> I'm the champ. He didn't win anything. Uh, I go under. Parley kid, based on no numbers that you're going to throw at me, I just think this is one, you know, it's injury prone and uh, these guys just stop running year four. Yeah, I get That's what you're saying, analysis. Sal. Yeah. I, I think Murray, though, uh, I don't think he's going to be able to help himself. I think he's going yeah. to. He's a guy who likes to scramble. Uh, he doesn't take too many huge hits. He gets out of bounds a lot uh, when he's running. 819 yards rushing last year, uh, over six yards per carry, 11 rushing TDs for Murray. It's part of his game. I mean, uh, these guys, uh, if Murray decides he's only going to be a pocket passer, the Cardinals aren't going to win games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to have to use his mobility. Basically, if he's healthy and plays all 17 games, he's got to average about 37 yards rushing per game, uh, which he really eclipsed uh, overwhelmingly last year. So to go over six, uh, 624 and a half yards at basically even money, uh, I, I just think he gets that done. I think he's going to have some games where he's getting 80, 90 uh, yards. And then, you know, maybe he'll have a game or two where he's 15 or 20. But 
Right. We know every game is capable of a 30, 40 yard run at any single time. Uh, I'll take the over. He gets this if, as long as he plays in uh, 14 to 15 games. All right. Yeah. Well, that's a good, good size. If, uh, wait, listen, bet both sides, bet the over and the under. I think you only lose <laughs> minus 112 on my way. I forgot what, what, what is yours? <laughs> What's the over? Same. I don't even know. Uh, is it the same? Twelve. Yeah. All right, you're right. Okay, you're gonna have to decide. All right, Harry, <laughs> what do you like? You're going, uh, you're going under. Seahawks rushing um, can never really be trusted. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Chris Carson under 975 and a half rushing yards. Uh, like we mentioned before, offensive line problems. Darren mentioned, uh, it just seems like the Seattle offense, the running game, just never really gets going. They never rip off anything big. Um, last year, Carson missed four games. Um, wound up with 681 yards, well short of 975. And in his four-year career in the NFL, he's missed a total of 19 games. I'm going to go under 975 and a half for Carson this year with Seattle. All right. And, Brother Brian, you expect big things out of the second-year uh, 49ers receiver. Yeah, Brendan Ayuk, uh, over 825 and a half yards. Like, I, look, I will say, you know, we talk about the unders, we talk about the unders. I will be betting mostly unders. The only problem is with giving out unders on these podcasts is essentially yours is a little different. So when you're giving out an under, you're, you're factoring in that that Murray's going to run less, which is funny because late in the season he did run less. So if, if you were looking at yeah. his numbers, I mean, I loved him over for like the first 10 weeks. Oh, that's right. They, they had very low numbers for him. Rushing, yeah, right? It, right. Right. Every week yeah. it was like 40 and you'd be like, all right, it's over. And then uh, he had that great stretch and then eventually it yeah. caught up to him. And I think he only had like, he was only rushing like five times a game for the last mm. four or five games. So most of the other analysis, if you like the under, it's just the guy's going to get hurt, right? I mean, so yeah. um, so I do like Ayuk over 825. Um, definitely, I mean, how fun was this wide receiver class last year? There was a stretch, though, where Ayuk was one of the, actually the best receivers in football. He was probably one of the better fantasy uh, receivers in football. But So before getting hurt in week 16, in his previous six games, he averaged 95 yards a game. And again, that was with that was with Mullins. So, you know, I'm not expecting maybe everybody to play, you know, 16, 17 games. But, you know, if he is healthy and if he averages 49 yards a game, uh, yeah. that goes over. So I, I, I'd expect a, a big year out of him. All right. There you go. The NFC West. We did Does it. the Super Bowl champ come from this division? Well, we'll, we'll tell you next week. I haven't really sorted it out either. I got a numbers by every team. We have our over under wins, thirty two. I'm gonna give it a uh, listen. Harry, you already gave your pick, right? What'd you say, Rams Browns? Rams Browns. Yep. You're you're sticking with that, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. I think the Browns will be good. Now it's week zero in college football. There's what five or six games Saturday. Uh, the headline: There is a conference game, Big Ten game. Illinois catching seven and a half against Nebraska. Now, I'm taking Illinois. I'm, I'm jumping in with you. I, I gave this out on extra points, uh, Brother Bry. I like this. I like this team. I, I don't know why. Like, it's not going to mean anything. I think it was like six and a half this morning I gave it out. It went up a point. Uh, I've, I've feast or famine with that Martinez, the Nebraska quarterback mm -hmm. for me. I've gotten killed by him. Oh, I've yeah. I've gotten killed betting on him. Illinois has had a weird thing where they've had like closed practices and you can't see their offense. They got the, you know, third year starter there. The coach is Peterson. I think he's, he's, uh, 
it's an enigma what's going on. They beat them. Then they go to Nebraska. They went to Lincoln. Then they win Mm -hmm. last year, Illinois. I believe they did. Yes, they did. I want to take the points. I'm taking seven and a half. You're doing the same. Uh, Yeah. Well, isn't uh, isn't Belima their coach? Yeah. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Peters. I'm sorry. They're right. Yeah, Belima is their coach. And actually, I used to like him when he was over at Wisconsin. I thought he was, you know, I thought he was a pretty good coach. And, And again, he has history with the Big Ten. So. I trust him a little bit. Yeah, like you said, last year they won 41-23 at Nebraska. Uh, they returned 18 starters this year. Yeah, something about Nebraska. I would have thought Scott Frost would have done a good job with this program, and especially right. with the kid like Martinez there, but they have sucked. Um, yeah. You know, and again, very inconsistent. This team just, uh, they they don't win, you know, they'll win a game here or there. I think they've struggled. I think they're like 4-10 and 10 or something like that in their last 14 in the, in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably, you know, I like the seven and a half. I would probably also look at the over, I think, is 54 and a half. I'd probably look at that because last year was 41-23. The year before was 41-38. I think the year before that was, um, it was 50. Yeah, the year before that was 54-35. So this has been a high-scoring, high-scoring season. And I guess with Martinez coming out of the gate, maybe you could expect more points. But I do think Peters is a decent quarterback for them. and not to say Illinois is going to be very good, but I think getting seven and a half at home is is pretty good yeah. for them. All right. Uh, there are more games. Connecticut at Fresno. Fresno's 27 and a half point favorite. Uh, Eastern Illinois at Indiana State. Indiana State, 13 and a half point favorite. Alcorn State laying 14 and a half to NC Central. New Mexico State at home catching 10 and a half from UTEP. 23 and a half. San Jose State. This is your game parlay, kid. 23 mm. and a half point favorite over Southern Utah. You point out we might be seeing them again in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Uh, if this was last year, we would have, right? Yeah, that's correct, Sal. Uh, the Mountain West winners, uh, San Jose State, they actually cracked the top uh, AP top 25 mm-hmm. last year. And then they all let us down in their bowl game. Um, was that the bowl game, bro? Was it the conference? No, it was the bowl, bowl game. game. Right? They put in a bowl game where. Yeah. Uh, 90, it seemed like almost every starter was pulled out of the game. It was a complete disaster, but very good quarterback in Nick Starkle. Um, he's back in an excellent year last year. They have 10 starters returning on a already good, uh, defense. So that defense uh, is even more promising this year. Uh, Southern Utah was one in five last year. Uh, San Jose gets it done here. They cover the 23 and a half at home. All right. Welcome back, college football. Yeah, it's fun. Now the big, the big games obviously are uh, next week. That's they're all big if you're betting on them, Sal. That's true. There you go. Get the t-shirt ready. Beautiful. Uh, Hawaii at UCLA, (laughs) Harry. This is going to be your game. UCLA, seventeen half point favorite. Sixty-eight and a half is the over/under. Sheck was talking about bringing the kids to this. This might not be a bad one to go to, right? You said, and you know, for, for nothing else. I could tell, you know, the kids could say they saw Hawaii this summer. Like, yeah, yeah, we saw Hawaii. We saw Hawaii. That was it. They got they lost by forty to the Bruins. But uh, you're you're playing with the over under here. Yeah, like the Bows and Bruins to go over in the Rose Bowl over sixty eight and a half. Quarterback for Hawaii, uh, his name, last name's Cadero. He's coming back. He's a freshman last year. He had twenty one total touchdowns. Also, the leading receiver, or excuse me, the leading rusher, the leading receiver is back as as well and. For the last five openers for Hawaii, 73 points or more. And on the UCLA side, bring back Las Vegas native senior quarterback, Darian Thompson uh, Robinson. Um, 
90 points in their opener last year against um, Colorado. He had five total touchdowns, 300 yards passing, 100 rushing. So let's have some points here with football back over 68 and a half Hawaii and UCLA. Very exciting. All right, Mikey Meatballs, uh, spaghetti. Throw throw in a uh, a UCLA Bruins um, a cheer theme here. What would it be? The marching band. I don't know. What is even their theme? You know how it goes, Eric? I should know this for God's sake. Now they got a, they got a, they also have a uh, transfer running back who had 11 touchdowns in 2019. Hey, Darren. By the way, Oswego High has done has done the Orange Bowl parade before. I don't think John Glenn band has ever been invited to anything like that is that true <laughs> uh, I, I was in the band i, swig- I was in oh, the band are I you? Definitely, yeah definitely not we definitely were i played the saxophone what? yeah what did you did play you really oh, oh yeah. well i i lucked out though i i didn't have uh because i was playing football all the time i never really had to do the halftime show oh i great. see oh Parley, <laughs> you must have hated that you must have hated that brian was in the band <laughs> yeah it was uh something um <laughs> <laughs> the we didn't fan talk we didn't about. talk about. It's a Coley letdown. Did you ever see? Look, <laughs> can we cut it out of the podcast? Maybe I'm just right. watching this UCLA UCLA yeah. band video. They're like in Hawaiian shirts with the UCLA colors. Cool. Do you ever see these high school band <laughs> uniforms? Heavy. They're like, the worst. They got, you, it, they're just it's 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 embarrassing for kids. They don't <laughs> want to wear those high school uniforms. I'm right, sorry. Right, right. Let the kids like just wear some casual, cool clothing, and then. The band would be a much cooler place to be. That's Orange yeah. Bowl, Darren. Uh, Orange playing Bowl an instrument's cool. High, That's awesome. I would Wearing say the, in, some, in some places it's a necessity to have like the the, the woolly kind of thick, uh, terrible looking crap because it's very cold, right? If you're uh, you're in the Michigan marching band, it's different from uh, you know marching around Pasadena, I think. But true, no, you're true. right. You're right. They should uh, they should figure something out. Hey, you know they got to figure it out. Fandle. Former MMA champion Tyron Woodley. Yes, a friend of the podcast. He was on a few weeks ago. He enters the boxing ring. The boxing ring this Sunday to take on YouTuber turned boxer Jake Paul. That's Sunday? Is that Sunday? Yeah, Sunday at like 8 o'clock. Oh, boy. All right. So you can get all your college football action. And then watch this on Sunday. FanDuel Sportsbook giving new customers exclusive 30 to 1 odds on either fighter to win. That's right. Now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. Because you can win 150 bucks on a $5 bet. FanDuel always hooking you up with exclusive odds, boost, great promotion, so much more. That's why they're America's number one sports book. Don't miss out on any chance. 150 bucks on a $5 bet on either fighter to win. Don't take Paul, please. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code against all odds to get in on the action. That's promo code against all odds. Yeah, oh man. I, and Paul, I was waiting for this number to pop up on FanDuel. He's a minus 190 favorite. God's sakes, what has happened to this country? He's just going to be like a minus 500 favorite against all of our favorite guys, right? Eventually. Is that what's going to happen, Parley Kid? Yeah, I mean, at this rate, um, maybe uh, what if he fought Harry? What would the odds be? Oh, minus 19 million, right? I mean, maybe <laughs> Harry wants to do the milk crate challenge against Jake I, We got Right, that's I you know, between that. wrestling Gable Stevenson yeah, uh, I'd rather ball. I'd rather wrestle. I'd milk rather wrestle challenge. I'd rather right, wrestle right, Stevenson right. than do the milk crate challenge. How about that? Is that right? No, yeah. you wouldn't. Not I if would. he tried. Not if you had to. Not if you had to stay. Listen, in there if he pinned me seconds. in four seconds, that's a lot better than falling on the third level of the milk crates <laughs> that I said I could get to. And I snapped my neck. Let me tell you something. If he wanted to, he would hurt you a lot more than a five foot drop from a milk <laughs> crate. I promise you that. And you know what? We're going to set that up because now I'm angry. 
Now I'm angry about that. <laughs> Spaghetti, you you uh you know, you're a little biased here. You say Notre Dame, best uh song. I love theirs, but I wouldn't be if someone said Hail to the Victors, you know, Michigan's fight song, right. I wouldn't fight that. There's a couple of the good ones. I know people like USC's. Um, mm. uh, I'm I'm okay with you know other fight songs, but yeah, I, I do but like those that. are the top. Those are the top three. Babyface, what did you like? What was Hofstra's uh, fight song? Oh, it's uh, it was uh, I don't I think they played it on Hot 97 when they it was like uh, <laughs> I'm, is that right? Yeah, it was like it was better than Rocky Top. Uh, that's for sure. I'm not baby. Were they right. were they the pride then or Flying Dutchman when you're there? They had like a few fight songs, I think. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't. I, yeah, he asked that you one if off. they were the Flying Dutchman right. or the Pride. Oh, the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, they were the Flying Dutchman until uh, I left. Then they became the Pride because uh, they got woke. I think or something. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, we didn't do Sharp Tank. Let's do it. I'm sorry, Parley Kid. Second Sharp Tank back, comes back after three week rest, blows it out of the water, right? We had, what was it? Was yes. it the Astros minus one and a half? Astros minus one and a half, Sharp Tank. There you baby. go. Yep. Uh, what do you like awesome. for uh, tomorrow or today? Oh, well, I'm going to go to the UFC route here, Sal. On Saturday. All right. Uh, on Saturday, uh, interesting fight with Kevin Lee against uh, Daniel Rodriguez. Good, mm-hmm. uh, evenly matched fight having a hard time picking a winner here. So I'm going to say the fight will go the distance at minus one Oh two. That will be my sharp tank pick. So this is Lee. I'm sorry. I lost Lee and Lee versus Daniel Rodriguez fight. will go the distance. It's a three round fight. Okay. Minus one Oh two. Rodriguez Lee. Very, I think this is a very evenly matched fight. I know Mikey meatballs likes the All underdog, right. the slight underdog Rodriguez, but. Uh, you know, Lee's you got like a pretty good wrestling background. I, I just think this uh, 15 gonna, minute fight, even out, they go the full 15. All right, brother Bry. Um, I'm going to stick with UFC too. I'm going to go the the main event and I'm going to take uh, Giga Jakatsi, uh minus 105 uh, versus Barbosa. I, I mean, Jakatsi is one of those guys like he could be, you know, the next one of those next stars, um, international stars that kind of comes over. Um, if you had any mm-hmm. doubt of how good this guy was, just, you know, watching his last fight against Cub Swanson, even though Cub Swanson, some people could say, you know, he's old, but, you know, Cub Swanson had yeah. fought pretty well leading up to that fight. So where he just obliterated him with a body kick. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, Barbosa, I don't know. I, I, I've bet, I've bet on Barbosa before and he's disappointed me. I mean, his last fight again, he had a knockout against Burgos, which was, uh, that was a fun fight. Uh, but, you know, he has, you know, he has lost, you know, he's lost, I think, five of his last eight fights. Like, again, those are against some good guys. He lost to Ige, but, you know, he lost to Felder. He lost to Kevin Lee. I mean, those are a couple of years ago. But I just think uh, Chikatsi is one of those, you know, I think All it's right. kind of his, I think it's his time. Up and comer, uh, Chikatsi. And Harry, you're just sticking with Hawaii, UCLA over 68 and a half. Yeah, I am. I'm going to stick with it. I mean, uh, you know, I don't swear much on this uh, podcast, but oh. uh, we're taking the sharp tanks lately, and it's been a brutal summer. 
baseball can just go fuck itself. I've been Whoa. brutal, brutal, just Holy brutal. Crap. Brewers are winning one nothing, Harry. Yeah. Okay, well, well, Brewers are winning one nothing, but it sucks. They were getting no hit through bro. three. I was really right. hoping. I was really hoping. Harry, your, bro, so, your boy Robbie Ray, why don't you back him? Listen, I, he had his game of life last time he started, and they screwed it in the night, so I'm going to stick with the UCLA-Hawaii <laughs> game to go over 68 and a half. I'm going to stick with that. We got football. This counts. We're taking over 68 and a half, and for the record, Joel... Meatballs and Eddie, I just want you guys to document this uh, in case on Twitter I'm getting ripped to shreds for it again. I kept track of this entire podcast. I am at two coughs. Sal is at four. No, I did cough <laughs> twice. I no, coughed no, twice. four. I got you for four. You just met. You were at three. <laughs> you just you, got me for you four. just coughed thirty five <laughs> seconds ago. I got you for four. He's got what the about? pencil or pen. I got the pencil. Oh, wow. I got it right. Wow, look at that. Keeping he's got the scorecard. But scorecard. the question the question is, did Harry mute his fart this time? That's what I was gonna say. How many farts do you have? I'm telling <laughs> you that was, that whatever the odds are, it was, I thought I think it was a parlay kid. Yeah, but you didn't even say you you didn't even say you coughed the other day. How can we even uh, trust well, you? And you're I, swearing. I, I thought like I, a sailor? I, I that was my bad, and I thought I muted it, and I didn't know about the that was stupid <laughs> on my part, idiot. But still, this time four <laughs> Sal, two Harry. By the way, white. Uh, this is going to kill me. I have White Sox Jays under, and it's one one in the eighth. I mean, this is going to be a seven five final, in fourteen innings. <laughs> uh, this sucks. Someone get two two runs. Unders is very on? difficult in baseball now. Tough. All right, days. Harry, I'll go with you. I'll go with the over Hawaii okay. UCLA. Over I like that one. I like that one. I, I like uh, it a lot. Did, did I screw up there, Babyface? I mean, Harry's off the rails here with the swearing. No, oh, are you kidding me? Harry just wanted a bet uh, about you coughing more. So this is good. He's back. <laughs> Whatever it takes to get him back winning. You're right. I'm uh, glad I could help out. What's the good point, bad point? Did you see any? I love the props. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Seahawks had a, uh, a rusher over 100 yards a game last year. Uh, mm. Russell Wilson usually leads them. And, uh, you know, with Kyler Murray, too. Uh, Kyler Murray's seasons, they usually look like a lot like the milk crate challenge. It starts off good and then it just, <laughs> you know, gets out of control, but there you go. But I, I like parlay kid the best, the 49ers. Um, I, I, I'm all in on them. I don't think Jimmy G lasts, last long. And I, I think Kyle Shanahan knows it. That's why, you know, he's had a tougher time naming the starter than Jeopardy's had naming a host. <laughs> That's right. It's been That's tough it. for them. I, I wish they had odds on that. Like how many starts, Trey Lance will make how many Jimmy G like, what do you think it would be? Parley kid. Jimmy G eight and a half. They've done that before well, though. So. What do you even, what do you even make is, we've seen that uh, bet before we have, yeah. right? Uh-huh. You know, well, what would you that, even make that's, that? that's an interesting one just because the fact that if they are winning, how do you pull them? You know, yeah. Like right. So like same thing with, uh, I would love to see that bet. Same with, uh, Cam Newton. What's his over under? Six? That's good more. Point. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I have no point. idea. I don't know. All right, Fandle. Jump on that. Put that on there. So that'll do it. Another hour in the books. We did it, fellas. We did the entire NFL division by division yes. for the last four weeks. We've knocked them out. And next week, what we'll do, we'll concentrate a little more, dive deeper into player props. Some other Fandle stuff is out there. And we shit, we have to pick a Super Bowl winner, right? Yeah, and, and we have college. We have college football Thursday. College football, lots going on. Yeah. Very, very exciting. Yes, for spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface, Joel Solomon, and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.